listening to Her Body on Body.io FM, the women's source for optimal health and lifelong performance with your host, Alex Navarro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Her Body, brought to you by Body.io FM. I'm your host, Alex, and today we are going to be talking about competition prep experience, um, one particular experience, and I've invited Irina Steska onto the show to talk about her experience in her most recent competition this past fall. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. It's a pleasure being here. I'm Thanks excited, for inviting me. Very excited as well. Um, you had a very, I don't want to say, a unique experience in the world of physique <laughs> competitions. Um, not necessarily a u- unique experience working with me or using the protocols that we use together. But because you had such a wonderful experience, I wanted you to share it and talk a little bit about the process that we went through, how we found each other, what your overall experience of show prep was, and how you're doing now since it's been, what, two months? Two months, yeah. Yep. (laughs) Seems like forever ago, huh? Yeah, I know. Time flies. Uh, But I'm still very happy uh, coming off uh, stage. People hear all kinds of uh, horror stories of getting fat and being miserable, but I'm still going strong, very happy and happy to share the story with the world. Uh, Definitely my story is a little unique and I'm not going to make it very long, uh, but uh, it's, I'm pretty much very removed from fitness world. Uh, I have a successful career in tech and competition prep was just one of my uh, more like a challenging projects that I went through last year. I had a very strict timeline. I wanted to to get prepared in within three to four months and wanted that process to be very efficient. And I was very successful, thanks uh, to my coach. <laughs> uh, very grateful to have found you and it's been an amazing journey and definitely happy to share it with the world. Wonderful. Thank you. And and I love that, A, throughout the process, we've, we've been able to have very candid, open conversations, which I feel like is essential in in developing a relationship like you should have with a coach and Definitely. that you, conversations that you should feel comfortable having throughout the process, especially as you get closer to the stage and definitely when it's time to get off stage and have a game plan in place. So first, I want to talk about how you found me because... You were a little bit unique, which I appreciated. <laughs> yes, that's a polite way of saying I was spent in the ass. Yes, <laughs> I know that. But to be honest, your approach is the approach that I wish more people took. So tell me how that went for you. I'll talk about my end in a second. But tell me what that was like for you and, and what was sort of going through your mind when you were doing the the search for the coach. Which sure. is, you know, should be like the most important part. Yes, it was the most important part. And I'm so happy I did my research and my homework and I went through this very thorough process. So once I decided to compete and um, 
again, it's a kind of a long story, but I got inspired by one of the celebrity WBFF uh, competitors, um, Carolina, who I met in San Jose at a Fit Expo. So once I decided to compete, um, I wanted to make sure I have the right coach to lead me through this process. And since I had a little bit of a unique situation, I had a very limited time frame. Um, I wanted to, um, so at that time it was August and I was planning on going on stage uh, by December 1st. Um, so I wanted to make sure I have the right coach that's that can make this process the most efficient and that can also help me fit this competition prep with my busy life. Uh, I'm living a very fast-paced life. Uh, I'm very focused on my career, so competition prep was a major project for me that I had to juggle along with other things. Um, so once I decided to compete, I looked at different options, what I had for coaches. And um, to be honest, one of the most important things for me was how much personal attention I would be getting. Um, I wanted to feel very supported by my coach, um, and that automatically filtered out all the celeb, like what I call celebrity coaches, um, who usually prepare up to like a dozen girls at the same time which I have a lot of respect for that, and I know that some girls find it successful. Uh, but for me, I really wanted to make sure I have personal attention and personal support and the workouts tailored for my body and the nutrition plan tailored for me because I felt like I was unique. <laughs> you were and you still are. <laughs> like, I'm not from Brazil. I, <laughs> I know that Brazilian girls have their own physique and their <laughs> workouts may be different. And then uh, my nutrition, I felt like I needed that personal attention that was a little maybe selfish, but that was a <laughs> big part of that decision. Um, second of all, it was um, having someone who is uh, who has done it before, who has competed and who has experience in preparing for that particular um, uh, federation. Um, WBFF is quite unique and I talk to other coaches who uh, are very famous and well known in other federations and um, they were just not uh, an option for me since even they told me like this is different uh, it's more of a beauty and fashion competition not so much like a traditional bodybuilding um, so that automatically um, filtered them out. And then um, I also, um, I was looking for someone with a certain level, with a high level of professionalism and efficiency in their coaching process. Um, um, I'm very, <laughs> I'm very picky. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure even to how, how to put it, but I really appreciate how, um, you as a coach were so disciplined and professional every step of the way. Uh, you were very diligent in answering every single question um, and very detailed. I loved that level of detail, which definitely demonstrated your level of expertise, but also a level of support you would be giving me uh, during the prep because uh, before we even started working you were giving me the level of attention and the patience to answer all those questions i we went we were going back and forth on those there were emails. lots of emails 
<laughs> yes, and I, I feel bad for all those emails. <laughs> I, I'm sure you spent like hours writing all the, and we were on the phone at least two times. So definitely I was very thorough in my coach selection, but uh, it was definitely worth it. I'm so happy uh, I found you, Alex, and it definitely changed my life and made the prep uh, so way easier than I expected it to be. Which is, that was my goal. <laughs> you know, getting on stage is a piece of that. And so I loved, again, the fact that you did ask the questions that you did. You sort of thought of all of the potential, I'm going to say pitfalls, but a lot of like the expectations of what's seen in the competition world, like those are the questions that you asked, what my process was around that specifically, like just for example, you asked about the bulk Pre, yeah. you know, the bulk and the cutting phase. And I was like, well, I don't really do bulking and, and cutting. I don't feel like it's necessary. I feel like there's a better ways of going about that. And if that means we need more time to get to stage, we'll do that. And, and I appreciated that. And again, I wish that those were questions that everybody asked rather than just jumping in and having no idea what the process is actually going to be like until they're yeah. in it. Definitely. And then you can't, you know, while you could fire a coach halfway through, it would be hard to a find somebody else mm -hmm. or know what to do after that. And, and then I just felt like once we did start, we were both on the same page. Like every yeah, question had been definitely. answered. We could just get mm -hmm. started, go through the process. And there was, at that point, we did have a level of trust between each other. And that's crucial. Definitely. Yes. I, um, to be honest, the specific questions I asked were based on the experience um, my two close friends had who competed in, um, actually one of them competed in WBFF and the other one in a different federation. And they were miserable through the whole process and they were eating um, chicken breast for like three months, <laughs> and tilapia, and they were like constantly. Uh, either bulking or cutting and that's what usually like there are so many stereotypes but I mean those stereotypes are based on real stories how people just go through this uh, process without um, proper support and um, like the traditional, I guess, bodybuilding approach mm -hmm. um, is very different from what I went through. And I didn't even know there was an alternative until I met you. And mm -hmm. definitely um, having those, um, we definitely were able to hit it off and build that trust right away because I definitely could see the level of knowledge and experience you're bringing to the table. So definitely it was very much appreciated. Good. Wonderful. Happy, happy to be there for you. <laughs> and you're still there for me, Alex. So Exactly. Uh, the, right. The relationship doesn't end when you get off stage. In fact, I almost, in a lot of cases, feel like it should just be like phase one of many phases. Exactly. Uh, because like we've talked about, even in the month leading up to the show, in terms of, you know, we did have conversations about what plans would be for after the show. Even though we had no, we didn't have to make decisions around what those were going to be, but we had the conversation. It was it was out there of like, you know, there is going to be a process once we're done. What what could that look like? What are the possibilities that we have, which are, are significant? The possibilities are almost endless for what we could do. But it was my goal for you was to learn as much as you could about yourself and what mm -hmm. your body needs and what we can sort of get away with, you know, in certain situations, which you also were able to get away with a lot more food wise than <laughs> a lot of people could. Yeah. So, my metabolism. Uh, yes, definitely. Great. 
<laughs> but it's it's never. I just want to say it's never um, been uh, as good as uh, right now before. So um, definitely the competition prep helped me learn about my body, mm-hmm. and um, it was the most amazing part of this whole process, which does not end. So I don't ever post before and after pictures on Instagram because there is no before and after. Mm-hmm. So I started this journey with you, and it still continues. There was phase one was the competition. Now it's post-competition and I have my own goals uh, for post-competition but the journey doesn't end and definitely learning about my body how it works what I can get away with how much food I can eat I never thought I could eat so many calories (laughs) (laughs) my metabolism especially Post-competition, oh my gosh. Uh, Sometimes I go out on a date and I have to eat half as much not to (laughs) make the other person uncomfortable. (laughs) It's a really good problem to have. Yes, yes. And I never thought I would have that problem because, uh, yeah, I've done uh, like dieting and all kinds of uh, trying to lose weight and uh, counting calories before. So I definitely appreciate um, the position I'm in right now, being able to eat all the food. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Well, I would love to talk a little bit about how we structured your goals throughout the process. You know, we obviously had the main goal, which was get to stage. Um, and you competed just for um, those who are familiar with the organi- different organizations. Um, Irina competed in the fitness model category which, in the WBFF, which is a, a little bit more muscular and a little leaner than the bikini category. So not quite figure, not as big as figure, but that kind of middle ground between the two because you already came in with some really good um, uh, muscular foundation. And I wanted to just highlight that as much mm-hmm. as possible. So let's talk a little bit about the, the process that we laid out for over the few, the first few months and how we broke things down on a monthly basis, especially given your busy lifestyle and like you had work travel where you're out of the country for a while, how we made yes. that work because, you know, it's not ideal <laughs> in Definitely. prep situations, but we were both pretty adamant about let's let's just see how this goes and make it work to the best we can. And I think we did a really good job. Yeah, so definitely, uh, yes, there were a lot of limitations and I appreciate, I appreciate you working through all those limitations with me traveling and uh, sometimes not being able to uh, spend as much time at the gym as I needed. Uh, definitely setting the right goals was an important part of the process and uh, to be honest as a client I didn't feel like I was overwhelmed by those goals you were very good at setting pretty much like one goal at a time definitely I had like an end goal right to go to stage but um, every single time we talked there was um, like a small goal which um, seemed very achievable uh, I never felt overwhelmed. I never felt like I had too much going on. Um, in the beginning, it was a lot about learning how the diet works, um, about the workouts. I even had to learn <laughs> my muscle groups. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know where my delts were, <laughs> even though I was quite muscular from my previous workout experiences. But uh, I didn't even know like the the muscle groups, so I had to learn that. <laughs> The training, I had to learn my workouts, but it wasn't even the diet and the training, even though people think it's like the most challenging part. It wasn't even like the most 
challenging. Um, I was able, with your help, I was able to learn uh, the exercises, the basics of resistance training and to kind of then take it to the next level. I was able to learn the diet and then you were very good at, again, uh, breaking it down into smaller goals for me. So uh, when the time was right, you mentioned that I was uh, ready to go and shop for my bikini and then you were gently guiding me through the whole posing um, homework and posing um, basics which I had never like thought posing was such a big part of the process so um, I guess what I'm trying to say is it was very important to have my coach know exactly that have like that high level picture and guide me through this process very smoothly and seamlessly so that I didn't feel overwhelmed and at every time I felt that I have a smaller goal and I have my homework and I was never overwhelmed or anxious um, or stressed with how much was going on and looking back I achieved so much in those three to four well three and a half months mm -hmm. that I can't even believe <laughs> Uh, I, I was able to achieve so much in such a tight time frame. It's true. It's true. You definitely were one of the busier competitors that I've ever worked with. Um, but it seemed, it almost seemed like you were just ready to take on whatever. You were like, what else you got? <laughs> <laughs> but I also think it's fair to, to mention that I gave you less workouts to do than you had been doing. Oh, that's correct. So I think having a little bit more time outside of the gym gave you, you know, just more time to do other things that you were already doing and needed and wanted to do. Definitely. That, and that's mm -hmm. very counterintuitive. And that was one of the most surprising things about the prep is that actually my workouts were less intense and less exhausting than I had been doing before the competition prep. Uh, I was doing uh, a lot of uh, powerlifting and uh, CrossFit before, and every time coming out of the gym, I was exhausted. But then when I started working with you and we learned resistance training and um, kind of the method you're using for uh, competition prep, uh, I, every time I was walking out from the gym, I felt actually invigorated. I felt energized. I felt I, was, I would go home and either do some more work <laughs> or work on my posing. I was always energized. So definitely somehow um, it even freed up a lot of energy for me to do other things and which even got noticed at work. My boss uh, at some point when he didn't know at that time uh, I was preparing for a competition, he said, oh, you seem very sharp and you're able to achieve so much. And I, I, I had to bite my tongue not to tell him, okay, meanwhile, <laughs> I'm also preparing for a competition. <laughs> Did you eventually, you eventually told him that? Yes, yes. Okay. I eventually shared yeah. with my whole team and uh, I was uh, so thankful they all supported me. Um, it's, it's amazing because um, I work in tech uh, with very uh, few females in the field and especially <laughs> very few uh, people going on stage and competing. It's like a different world from bodybuilding and fitness. Uh, so <laughs> definitely it was a little bit of a shocker for my team. Um, but they fully supported me and um, they recognized that I was very successful um, at work while doing the competition prep, which for me was extremely important. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, that's best case scenario. 
yeah. is for you to feel even better than you thought that you could and be, you know, that productiveness in the competition prep and what you learn and, and just how you feel in your body. Like ideally that spills over into all the areas of your definitely. life. And it has been, yes, definitely. It's a win-win situation. And I would never have thought uh, that was possible. I thought I would just be at the gym the whole time and just like super stressed out and uh, underachieving at work, which turned out um, all of it not true. <laughs> Good. And I, I actually remember having that conversation early on in terms of, you know, the feedback that I needed from you in those first few weeks on the diet, particularly around what is your energy like? What is your appetite like? You know, how is your focus? I don't want you to be hungry. I don't want you to be thinking about your next meal. You know, you have other things to do. <laughs> I don't yeah. want that to consume your mind. <laughs> and it seemed almost the opposite. Like you weren't hungry you you tell us a little bit about that because i feel like that's worth sharing oh my gosh that was the most magical part and it still is and i want more people to know about this <laughs> especially women um i think like something with our bodies is that we very often we crave foods we are we are hangry <laughs> we have we reach out for candy when we are uh, anxious and that was me just a few months ago i would um go in uh, at work every time i would get anxious or stressed uh, i would reach out for candy or i would crave just foods or not even or sometimes would eat without actually being hungry so all those things um which I mean, I don't miss them. <laughs> so once I started, uh, <laughs> once I started this meal plan uh, that you helped me design, um, I just from the very first few days, um, I just noticed that I didn't have any cravings. I uh, pretty much I transformed my whole nutrition. Um, and I started having just uh, three or two, sometimes two big meals a day and no snacking, no cravings, no reaching out for candy and no, no walking around hangry. And again, like that freed up energy to focus on other things in life. Uh, I did not miss candy i and at the same time the diet was giving me enough flexibility to have that candy if i wanted to but at, at the right time and mm -hmm. not like at random times when i'm anxious uh, and or when i'm bored and things like that so that i think that's the most magical part that more women should uh, learn about um and because this diet has has definitely been been the most amazing thing about this prep and I'm still uh, people ask me like my friends my sister asks me are you still on the diet and I don't even consider it a diet it's kind of like my lifestyle something that makes me feel great and not just physically but mentally uh, makes me feel sharp makes me feel great great energy I don't wake up with like low energy anymore I wake up energized every single day and ready to conquer the day so definitely I would say um, I most in this whole competition prep that's the most appreciated part yay <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> sometimes I <laughs> would ask you, uh, is this the diet? Like, I know that I, I went through phases where I had my doubts. <laughs> Everybody does. Yeah, Everybody so, does. but I trust you. I did too. You did too. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah. Like, Can the first I few months, bacon? I was like, uh, cookies, what? Bacon, <laughs> like, bacon did not even exist in my vocabulary uh, <laughs> before the competition. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was having this bacon and I, and I could have bacon and ramen and even cookies and pancakes and not feeling guilty about it after. Again, like that was new, something new I had to learn because uh, throughout my life I would have like some pancakes or like candy and then uh, walk around feeling guilty about it. So that's not part of <laughs> my life anymore. Good, good. There's a time and a place for everything. I love that. Everything yeah, that you can want. And and like we mentioned earlier, you know, this getting to stage was we we strategically planned food in accordance to that, and mm -hmm. we had our very strategic post show diet as well. That was sort of like easing you back into a little bit more food, a little bit more carbohydrates, making your making sure your metabolism was you know, strong, even stronger if possible. I mean, that's my goal usually. And that's why those two weeks are very important. And it's not just two weeks then it's two weeks, just two weeks sort of recalibrate from this big thing that we just did and the level of depletion we got to, to get on stage. And, and now coming off in the past two months, you know, we've been able to have more flexibility around the diet working out even less than mm -hmm. you were before yeah. and trying to capitalize on that and the new goals, which even if the new goals are just to feel really good and maintain, that's a great goal and almost yes. harder sometimes. Definitely. And uh, I really appreciate Alex, uh, that's the support you've given me in um, just trusting the process and also uh, being able to experiment with my body, with my nutrition, but definitely also knowing the rules by which you can experiment. So you can't go all out every single day. You can uh, experiment a little bit, have certain flexibility, but at the same time, like while maintaining the discipline and to post-competition, uh, I'm still learning, I'm still uh, experimenting, but definitely I have more flexibility. I can enjoy the the food, uh, especially two weeks after the competition. I was able to go out uh, every single night and have like all the foods I liked and ramen <laughs> and pasta and uh, noodles and everything. And uh, and I didn't get fat. <laughs> my my everything is still fitting. I still um, like my reflection in the mirror. So definitely was something I was stressed out about um, that just going into it I thought I there was a chance I would get fat or something but I still feel great she did, she did ask that a lot <laughs> like are you sure yes because are again sure? like, it's one of the stereotypes but everything is still fitting and uh, I yes uh, I love the flexibility and the flexibility of going out uh, is really great because I go out for work a lot, which in fact, I want to mention, I also did even within the competition prep, I had the flexibility to go out. I had to be a little disciplined with my food choices, but uh, I, I was still able to fit it in my competition prep, sure. which was amazing. Yeah, you went, you probably ate out like multiple yeah. times a week. Yes, multiple. On average. Yes, like most lunches and some dinners. 
and I didn't think it would be possible, but uh, yes, I learned how to do that, and uh, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Good. And it worked really well. Yeah. And having that freedom, I mean, through any, trying to reach any goal is extremely helpful through the process. It doesn't make you feel like you're chained to the diet and, you know, this is, these are the only things that are possible. It just, and speaking from experience too, there was a time pre, pre-carb night where I was, I would bring my food wherever I went and that, if that meant bringing it to a restaurant and eating it alongside other people who were eating food from the restaurant, you know, while it worked, it wasn't ideal and it was a little awkward. Mm-hmm. And so having that flexibility to, to be able to order out, it's nice. Definitely. As it's nice to have someone cook food for you. It's nice <laughs> to cook your own food, do meal prep. I love that. And mm-hmm. I've done a lot of that, but at the same time, uh, not walking around with that backpack exactly. <laughs> of like with five meals like mm-hmm. most bodybuilders do. Like I don't want to be walking around with five meals and right. backpack. <laughs> and I don't want you to either. Yeah, so I appreciated that. I love my sushi. And uh, when I go to a sushi place, Depending whether it's my carb night or not, I can either have rice or not have rice. There's there are always options, and we are very lucky to have so many food uh, options. And I always pick the right. It, it doesn't even take a lot of work to pick the right place. It's more mm-hmm. about when you get there, look at the menu, and with the knowledge you have, pick the just the right food options. And I've been able to go out to pretty much even in and out a burger was on the list. Yep, that's true. <laughs> She didn't have in and out. Well, in in one thing that I I feel like is important for somebody who is on prep is in in learning through the food what someone can get away with and how to make sort of any situation work um, in in whatever favor they're trying to go for is it's not only helping you through that process have it feel manageable and less restrictive but again it's giving you tools to have after the show so now after the show the show's over you know what to do it's not like now you go out you know if you hadn't gone out at all during Mm -hmm. the prep then now you would have been like well how do I navigate this well we already did that you already know how to make that work Yes, it's like having a security blanket. Uh, <laughs> definitely, I um, I really appreciated that. And uh, a lot of people stress out. So again, it used to be me who stressed out all the time. I would go out. I'm like, I'm going to overeat. I'm going to make some unhealthy mm-hmm. choices and then feel guilty. But not anymore. I can go out and just make uh, the right choice every time and not feel guilty. I mean, there is no right choice, but make the, make the choice that is in line with my my diet with my goals and not feel gu- guilty afterwards and sometimes when I do overeat or like I over like overdo it on calories and that's fine like I know I can get away with it I know how my body works and then you know I don't feel guilty about it and I think emotional that emotional um, aspect of not stressing out about your food choices mm-hmm. again um, has been extremely important for me. So there is no anxiety anymore about making the wrong choice or overdosing or I don't count calories anymore. I I don't have to use my fitness pal, which I don't miss. (laughs) 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 Once I've learned. I don't think anybody does miss it. Yes, but you need it to learn because... You uh, do, otherwise you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, for me as, as... the coach being able to see what you're eating and 
you know, I'm just going to say this briefly, but there, I, I get a lot of food logs, obviously. I've seen a lot of food logs. And I can usually tell it when somebody is, A, tracking correctly, mm-hmm. when they're, you know, inputting, choosing the right foods once they look them up, and then choosing the appropriate portions. Um, but I can also tell, generally speaking, when someone's leaving things out, whether it's intentional or not. You know, mm-hmm. the portion sides off. And that's usually based off of someone's progress, too, assuming that they are a health, you know, a healthy person for the most part. You know, the metabolism is in a good place to where these these things should happen in a mm-hmm. in a you know a normal process. So when you first started, again, you've been able to get away with a lot more than most people <laughs> would be able to. I feel like that's worth sharing. Uh, yes, I, I remember <laughs> overdosing on cookies, but I was putting everything in. <laughs> I did not lie. No, when she I did had... it. That's why when I saw some of them, I was like, whoa. <laughs> It's a little bit more eat. than we talked about. <laughs> yes. But you you still made all the progress that we needed and wanted to. So, you know, and, and that's also a great uh, lesson for me as well because everybody is different. And <laughs> it's, it's really good experience-wise for me to be able to see how someone responds, get an idea of what the metabolism's like, how the training is affecting them, how their body's responding to that through the changes. And... It just goes to show that, you know, calories in and calories aren't aren't a straightforward thing. And how somebody comes into prep is going to determine how their body responds. Um, so, again, you, you did have a really great foundation coming in, which me seeing that was like, yeah, we can pull this off in three and a half mm-hmm. months, even mm-hmm. with your travel and, you know, <laughs> things not being yeah. ideal all the time. Um, and I think we did a really good job considering all the factors that were at play. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree with that, yes. And it made me very hopeful also for after the show in terms of the amount of, again, the amount of, like, questions that you asked, what you were interested in learning through the process made me more comfortable with, Mm -hmm. you know, even if we didn't check in as often after the show, like, you, I was confident in you being able to sort of take the reins, and I'm here just when you need me. Mm-hmm. But I wanted you to be able to take the reins at that point and feel confident in doing that. And if any time you have questions, then that's what I'm here for. Yes, definitely. And I appreciate that very much, uh, just being able to have learned and being able to currently kind of do it on my own. Um, I feel like a lot of coaches out there just lead you through the whole comp- pre- uh, competition prep and then and then the client doesn't know what to do after. And for me, this learning has been so valuable that right now, definitely, I know you are there if you, if I have questions, but I don't really need that day-to-day hand-holding. I can just be on my own and feel confident that uh, I would be making the right choices, that I can achieve my own goals. I can. I still need help on my major goals, but day-to-day I'm, I have all the knowledge and all the tools uh, that I need to be successful. And those tools do not include my fitness pal anymore <laughs> or my scale. I don't yeah, even yeah. weigh myself. I, I, I love that. It's just like in 
initially, definitely, I needed all those tools to kind of just confirm that I was doing, to validate that I was doing it right. I was doing monthly DEXA scans to make oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I feel like I, we, should, we should mention that in yeah, a little bit yes. more detail. Yes, that. definitely. Mm -hmm. So uh, every month I was doing my DEXA scan too because I was anxious and I, was, I wasn't sure whether this process was right. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to, to validate, again, like I'm sorry about that. I'm a skeptical person. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I, I trust I the process, but I also <laughs> wanted to validate it. So uh, every month I had a DEXA scan where I measured my uh, body fat and muscle weight. Um, and every month during the prep, so I did four of those scans. Mm -hmm. And every time I was seeing progress, even uh, people who were uh, doing those scans for me, they were uh, impressed and they thought it was very unusual that every single time consistently I was showing progress my body fat percentage went down and my muscle weight was going up and uh, I still feel like that's still the case post I wasn't <laughs> I haven't been doing my DEXA scans post <laughs> competition yet but I will at some point and but I can tell like right now I don't even need those tools to validate right. because I know my body enough where I can just look at myself in the mirror or and see that I'm still I'm still on track <laughs> there you go <laughs> which I really appreciate so uh, again like Alex just having that knowledge and um, having you teach me how to read those signs how to use my tools um, to be successful um, has been so valuable and definitely priceless I'm glad to hear that my, my ultimate goal for you so and and I love the fact that we were able we had access to the DEXAs because I know not everybody does have access to tools like that and whether it's a DEXA or you know just like an in-body scan or you're even honestly even a caliper body fat test like if you're measuring progress and tracking it in a variety of ways outside of we did progress pictures obviously every week mm -hmm. um, but outside of that and outside of the scale they're just super helpful in terms of validating what the process is like and how your body can change and how it's not a linear process. Um, you know, the, and I think having like that first from the first scan to the second scan was a good example because you were a little concerned going into it because your weight yeah. had actually gone up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's because that you put on muscle mass and we yeah. were like, well, that wasn't really the plan, but it kind of worked to our advantage. So we're just going to go with it. <laughs> Definitely. And uh, yes, having those access to those DEXA scans, again, like I'm an engineer, so I have like this kind of very data uh, oriented <laughs> mindset, <laughs> but I want my data, my numbers. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely those DEXA scans were a huge proof that the process works, that I should trust the process. And um, now I don't need DEXA scans anymore to, to trust the process, but initially it was an important part. Right. Good. We also, uh, just to mention, we did do some metabolic testing. We did labs, we did blood work, um, things yeah. like that, just to make sure that things were in, in good places. And having come off the show, things are even better than they were before. Yes, so. I'm happy to share. I just shared a few days ago. Uh, I did my um, lab tests again. Um, so for me, it's been every pretty much two, three months um, I run those tests. And going into the competition prep, I had some um, hormonal imbalances. I'm not going to go into details, but there were some issues which um, Alex um, 
actually. <laughs> I was surprised to hear that uh, my competition preparation diet may help address those. I was that seemed a little counterintuitive, um, but in fact it did. Somehow it it worked, and it some somehow magically my uh, uh, hormone. Um, results came back um, much better than they were three months ago. So very thankful for that. Uh, definitely um, this diet, um, I can I can assure that it was a part of a big part of that. So I definitely feel healthier. And even without the tests, again, I feel healthier. I feel more energetic and I, I feel way better than I did before going into this. Yeah. I mean, if, if, just from what I've noticed, again, I mean, I haven't known you that long, but I feel like we've gotten very close since since starting together. Um, but you also just seem more at ease, like more yeah. calm. Oh my gosh, yes, less anxiety. You're just very present, <laughs> and there's, I feel like there's something to be said about that because, yeah, we had moments of a little like anxiousness and stress, which is fair and to be expected during a prep like this. And if you weren't, then I might be a little concerned <laughs> that something else was going on. Um, but watching that ease and watching you become more calm through the process was very, uh, very wonderful to see. And I, I oh. want more people to be able to experience that. Yes. Uh, thanks for mentioning that. Uh, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm an anxious person. Uh, I stress out and I overthink a lot. And um, and that's what I did initially in this competition prep. Uh, I was anxious. I would wake up a little anxious. And... Um, it's not uh, it's not the case anymore. I feel less anxiety, and even if I do have a little bit of anxiety, again, I have my tools how to deal with it. Uh, walking has been oh, just taking. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the walking has been uh, the best. I would say one of the the most important learnings. I used to run a lot. I used to do a lot of cardio, which I think only contributed to my anxiety and stress. But these days, I have not. I have not did I have not done any cardio for a few months and I don't press my cardio. <laughs> and, and we I did really, very little leading up to the prep yeah, at all. Yeah, very little and uh, I I can still go occasionally for a run like yeah. on uh, the lake or something but it's not that aggressive stressful running anymore and um overall it's not because you have to it's because exactly. you want to and it feels good for you. Exactly. So I used to wake up and like, oh my gosh, I need to go for a run to burn off those calories from last night. No, that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I enjoy my walking, especially I'm so um, lucky to be living um, very close to the ocean. I love my ocean beach walks. Uh, every single time I enjoy them, I walk at least three, four uh, days a week. I don't have any stress or anxiety around um, just my my physique, my and overall about life, I feel um, that's right. You have not you have not known me very long, but you notice that. And but people who have known me for a long time definitely recognize that. My family uh, noticed that. They said, "Oh, you are a happier person now," and uh, I am. <laughs> that's great. And yes, and that's due to this process I've been going through. I'm again, I'm very thankful to have been a part of it. 
This is like best case scenario. So <laughs> I like ultimate <laughs> competition prep goals. Definitely. That don't have anything to do with the actual show. <laughs> exactly. Show was just a part of it. Exactly. But the real show is every day. Every every day we wake up and uh, we go on stage in our real life. And, uh, and you show up for it show up and you feel uh, confident and you feel energized and uh, excited about every single day and I feel that's extremely important. Agreed. Agreed. And I feel like we should wrap things up with just briefly talking about the show itself because it is a unique experience and especially because it is a WBFF and it is a little bit different and you know, how the show was run and sort of the experience with the other competitors and that process. Um, and I feel like we should mention, you know, how you did, because we haven't talked about that yet. <laughs> sure. So the show was fantastic. Um, again, I'm so happy I picked WBFF over other federations because there are there is a place for other federations. But for me personally, WBFF just was such a great choice because it was a fashion and fitness and beauty and uh, it's like a Victoria's Secret but better. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it definitely fits your personality more than the other definitely. ones. I feel like you would have been like not bored, but you wouldn't have been able to feel like yourself 100% in how you presented yourself on stage. Yes, I loved the every single aspect, like being able to uh, demonstrate my sense of fashion in designing my own uh, costumes. And then uh, just the beauty aspect, like the makeup and the hair and everything and the heels. And at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, just showcasing my body as well. So there was a bodybuilding aspect and my body had to look fit and muscular. As you mentioned, I competed in fitness category so I had to look good but also I had to look fashionable and beautiful and I had to do my posing which was very unique to that federation mm -hmm. which again I'm um, I appreciate your help in my uh, posing so the show itself um, was definitely well run I was impressed how well run the show was um, and um, I got fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. I, I got to meet the the CEO of this of the federation uh, prior to the show, the the day before the show, and um, I was really happy to have you with me there, Alex. You traveled across the country for me. I very much appreciated that, and it was just so much fun. And the show itself, um, again, I thought it would be extremely stressful, but in fact, um, I was able to meet amazing people going on stage while it was very stressful but at the same time I uh, was ready for it all the preparation leading up to it definitely paid off and going on stage I definitely felt confident I felt like I belonged there I felt like all the effort I put into the prep was finally coming together and I was in the right place and I was even cheering other ladies who were extremely stressed out 
uh, before going on stage, they were anxious. Some of them were passing out. There were a few. That's always a little scary. Yes, I was even. I even got a thank you letter from one of the ladies. Oh, she said, nice. "Yes, she said you set the right tone and energy before going on stage because even before going on stage, I already felt like I was a winner, and uh, it wasn't even." Uh, very important for me whether I would get a trophy, which I did get a trophy. I, I placed second. I'm Yay. extremely happy for that. <laughs> but it wasn't even like the I felt like a winner the whole day. Um, uh, like just being on stage already made me feel like a winner. And I felt like everyone else being on stage with all those ladies who came from all over the world, from Australia and from the UK and from different states of this country. So I definitely felt like a winner and uh, being surrounded by people who have competed for eight years or 10 years. Uh, and for me, it was my first competition. I felt amazing. And I think that was the biggest takeaway from this whole process is that preparation is key. Um, and then, you know, you, you prepare, you put in all the effort and with the right coaching, like you, you just, you just kill it, you know, you, <laughs> you go out there and you feel badass and you feel like a superstar. And uh, that's, that's how I felt. So it's amazing. Good. And that's always my goal, even if I don't voice it necessarily. You know, we have our collective goal of preparing you as best we can and getting you on stage and making sure that you have a good experience all around. But my goal for clients, especially when they're preparing for a show, is to feel all the things that you felt, you know, to to get to the show and already feel like you've won, to have a fun experience, just yeah. enjoy yourself, enjoy the moment, enjoy being surrounded by this community that you're, you know, whether you're have been in it before, or you're just feeling like you're becoming a part of that community to be around other like-minded people, even if their processes were very different than yours, yeah. you know, you're all there for the same reasons and you should just have a damn good time. Yes, and I, yeah. I did have an amazing time. And what I really liked about um, uh, two days before the show, you asked me to write like a retrospective letter from things I learned just for myself, like all the learnings I did. That was a huge part of the of the whole thing for me personally. And uh, I got very emotional writing that letter because I had, I realized how much I had learned and I even like teared up. <laughs> Good. That's why I have you do it. <laughs> yes. Which I, again, like you somehow gently guided me through this process and I didn't even think a letter like that would be a part of the competition prep. But when the time was right, you mentioned it to me. So that was my homework. I wrote like a letter to myself and then I had a vision. Uh, I, that night I had like a dream visualizing myself on stage, which I, I later found out was also one of your goals, like was part of, was supposed yeah. to be a part of the process. <laughs> exactly. So definitely uh, I was so ready to be on stage and I was enjoying every, every single moment of it. Like none of it felt stressful or, uh, or I just didn't have any like fear or doubt anymore. I, I just felt like I belonged there and I was enjoying the whole process. 
That's good. I think I think I was in the audience just de- man- managing all the stress for both. Oh of my gosh! Yes, <laughs> I have a shot of tequila. Yeah, I did. I had to go get a drink, you guys, because I I'm like stage mom, and so I get really like nervous and anxious for them. You know, I know how much work they put in, and I want them to do a good job. But I'm watching her do her routine, and I'm like, like my back starts hurting a little bit. <laughs> yes, yes, my family was with the audience. I'm like, so they I gotta go the- get a drink. <laughs> I gotta relax. This is gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that must have been like the only time you were stressed. And... It, it was, and it always is. It, it happens to be every time I go to a client show. But it's you know, it's a good reason. You're you're exactly. like you're like my children, and I'm, I want to make sure everything's okay and that you have fun and. I feel like you shouldn't stress, so I'll just do it all for exactly. us. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so nice. I yes, Alex, you have been amazing, and uh, definitely, I did not sense any of that stress. Okay, I okay. did not feel stressed. I was supported even backstage. We were exchanging uh, texts, and I was still asking questions, and I did not sense any of that stress. And uh, yes, but you're totally a stage mom, and oh my gosh. <laughs> We were literally, I was literally gluing rhinestones on earrings like 20 minutes before she went yes. on stage. Yes, you were. Yes, you were helping me with everything. All the pins, bobby pins, everything I needed you had there for me. I was just like, baby wipes, everything. It's a process, so that was yeah. the, actually, the travel was a really good bonding. Yeah, it, uh, was. it definitely was. So, so much fun. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and sharing your experience and being a open with me through the process, but being open to share this with others and hope to to spread a good message about what a prep could be like, whether it's a prep for stage or not, just, uh, you know, setting goals and having the support that you need to do that um, and, and, and managing it with whatever else you have going on in your life, because it should be a balance and it should be a fun process that you learn a lot about yourself through and I'm really glad that we were able to accomplish that for you definitely me too thank you for all your help and support it's been amazing working with you and definitely more women should learn about this whether they're going on stage or not I think the diet and just like all all the learnings I did as part of my competition prep can um, can benefit every other woman in the world uh, just to to lead a more balanced happier life good thank you so much thank you Alex well, we'll have to do a check-in down the road and see how yeah. you're doing and what you're up to and what new goals we've set or accomplished because I have a feeling you're you're just getting started whether you get on stage or not there's lots <laughs> we'll of other things some kind of stage yes exactly, exactly. <laughs> you'll keep in touch for exactly. sure <laughs> Well, thank you again for joining me on the show, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Her Body, and we will catch you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Her Body on Body IOFM with your host, Alex Navarro. And if you'd like to hear more, log on to body.io. We'll be back next time with more information about women's health and performance.